Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Spiritual Leader Podcast with Darren and Laura Baldwin. Yes, it's official. Laura is equal partner in this podcast, The Spiritual Leader. Actually, we're going to have to change the name to The Spiritual Leaders. Oh, that's good. Hey. I you like got it. your hair. It's got a little bit. I know you didn't have a mirror there. You gotta, wow. I got you a little bit. I'm looking out <laughs> for you. Hey, Laura, we talked last week about... Um, what did we talk about? I know what we talked about. Faith you tell me. Faith has an end. Faith has an end. So we discussed just, you know, walking it out. Not growing weary. Not growing weary. Not I love getting the, discouraged. I love the... And, and we're going to continue on in that. But I love the thing of what we ended with, Hebrews 10, 23, hold fast the profession of your faith without wavering. Yeah. Why? How do we not waver? How do we endure what you say, seed, time, and <laughs> yeah. harvest? How do we yeah. endure that process? Simple. Count him faithful. Just know this. If he, <laughs> we just said this before the podcast, if God said it, yeah, I believe it. I believe it. And that, that settles, settles it. it. I don't care if it takes 500 years to come to pass. Yeah. It's coming to pass. Yeah. How do I know that? God said it. Well, even think about like in the Bible with all of the messianic all promises. The, yep, yep. And here, you know, when these words were released and declared, they didn't see the birth of the Messiah. Yeah, it came yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. many years after, you know, those words were released and declared, but the word of the Lord did come to pass. God has a 100% track record. Yes. He has zero lo- losses, zero fails, zero whatever where he did not keep his promise. Matter yeah. of fact, he said, my word shall not return unto me void. So good. When God says something, it's coming to pass. Yeah. Now, whether it's coming to pass in our life yeah. probably has to do with are we fully reliant on him for the specific things. God's yeah. overall word, like you mentioned, the messianic prophecies, yeah. which are prophecies about the coming of the Messiah, mm-hmm. obviously, which were all fulfilled uh, in, as far as his you know, um, arrival and functioning on the earth when he was here. Um, God promised those, like you said, Every single one of them come to pass. Yeah. God's overall word and direction will come to pass. Yeah. The the with our participation, Laura, is are we going to be able mm-hmm. to believe God to operate in our function of it? Because yeah. if you don't do your part, God will just find somebody else to do it. That's good. It may take a generation longer for yeah. the will of God to come to pass in a particular mm-hmm. area, but it's going to come to pass. I love <laughs> that word you just said, participation. Yeah. Like, and really it's an opportunity, like he's giving us an opportunity to participate with him. So are we going to hook up our faith? Are we going to believe? Are we going to put our faith, our trust? Are we going to rely on what the Lord has said? And if we're able to do that, if we're able to rest on the word of the Lord and not get so mixed up, messed up and you know, the enemy coming in there and wreaking havoc. If we're yeah. able to just keep our eyes on the word of the Lord, we will see that word come to pass. Yeah, and I want to reiterate that because it's probably one of the most powerful statements I've heard. Uh, it was actually Kenneth Hagin who said that. He said he wrote it in the, the, whatever you call it, the first little page of your Bible, the mm-hmm. leaflet or whatever it's yeah. called. He said he wrote it in there. If God said it, 
I believe it. That settles, settles it. it. Like, I'm going to say that again. He, said, he wrote this in his Bible. If God, now this is, he was raised up off the deathbed, healed of all kind of incurable diseases and whatever else he had to overcome. But he wrote it. If God said it, yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Like, you should say that where you are today. So if, if God said it, I, I believe it. See, even, even River believes that. Yeah. We have a dog on set that's part of the podcast every week. <laughs> and she only barks when someone walks in and out. So apparently there's someone in here. Um, but if God said it, I believe it. Yeah. Like, say that out loud to yourself. If God said it, so I good. believe it. And guess what? That settles it. Yeah. There's no sense in wavering. So we, we talked a little bit about these things uh, last week. But I love this verse to kind of continue on, uh, and obviously you probably have some things stirring in your heart, but Hebrews 12, um, 1 and 2, talking about how do you, how do you stand and receive? How do, you, how do you see what we talked about last week, the, the time of fulfillment actually happen in your life? How do you receive the end yeah. of your faith, what yeah. you're believing God for? How yeah. do you see that those things come to pass? And we talked about a few of those things last week, but I love this Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Yeah. Uh, it says, lay aside every mm-hmm. weight and sin. Yeah. Uh, weight and sins uh, will burden you down. They will cause you to get weary uh, yeah. quicker than you would just on your own. You get your eyes off the promise. Yeah, it's like running your, it's like running a marathon with carrying like two extra 40 pound weights on your back. I yeah. mean, that's what weight and like weights, cares, concerns, sins, whatever, distractions, all that will cause you to be burdened down and not be able to run at a decent pace. Um, but then it says, and do what in verse two? Yeah, well, it says, and let us run with endurance. Endurance. The race that is, yeah, endure. So good. And what did I say? I'm trying to remember what it was. Like endurance is like you're in it for the long it's haul. It's faith over the long haul. Yeah, like yeah, you're it's- not, it's just you're in it. To win it, like yep, you said yep, last yep. week. You're in expectancy. Yeah. You've, you're full of joy. You're you've not entered letting into rest. it go. You're not letting it go. Yeah, you're running. You're just yeah. going to keep on running. So let us run with endurance the mm-hmm. race Patience, that is set before says. us. And then verse 2, it says, looking, this looking is... unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Who, for the joy set before him. <laughs> yeah, endured the cross, mm. despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. My God. You know, that's that verse, it just speaks to my heart, Laura. He, meaning this, number one, Jesus already did it. Yeah. He, he already did it. He finished his course here on the earth with joy. Yeah. He did it as a man, anointed by the Holy Spirit. Mm. Many people argue that point. It is what it is. Jesus laid aside his deity on the earth. He was God, but he did not operate as God in the power of God. He operated as a man anointed by the Holy Spirit. He endured. Yeah. He walked by faith. He, he let his patience grow and develop his steadfastness. He endured. He was the firstborn among many brethren that was raised from the, the realm of death, right? He ascended. Uh, now we're obviously joined with him spiritually and we can operate in all that he is, but Laura, he is our example. Yeah. He finished, and I love this about Jesus, he's still working. Yeah. He's still working right now yeah. on your behalf, on my behalf, on Laura's behalf. Uh, he's working, right? So what are we to do? We're to set our attention. Yeah. Look at him. 
Yeah. The, you you yeah. mentioned the story of Peter walking on the water earlier. Mm-hmm. And what happened? Yeah. He took his attention off Jesus. Yeah, as soon as his attention was diverted, it got caught up with the circumstances, mm-hmm. everything that was going on around oh him. Oh, my gosh. As soon as that happened, that's when he began to sink. He's, he he's. But as long as his eyes were fixed on Jesus. So good. Then he was really able to walk in something that he was unable to do on his own. Supernatural. The supernatural, the impossible was made possible because his eyes were fixed on Jesus. I remember that story uh, in the Old Testament when uh, serpents were released in the the camp. They disobeyed God, did something they shouldn't have done. Uh, Anyway, it opened up this door. These serpents came in. People were getting bitten by these snakes, and they were dying. Yeah. So God gives Moses an instruction. Mm -hmm. He says, you know, build this bronze serpent on a pole and lift up the pole and tell the people if they look at the serpent on the pole— They'll not, you know, be bitten or, or whatever, die, et cetera. So Moses did that. He created that thing. I bet that uh, that uh, bronze maker probably never had so much pressure on him in all his life <laughs> to make that serpent and get and it ready it for quickly. Moses. He's like, Moses probably like, you better start hammering, boy. Uh, but he got that thing up. And can you imagine that, Laura? The the, mm. bron- the serpent on the pole, you see that in the medical thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, in the hospitals, you see the serpent wrapped around the thing. Yeah. You know, it's obviously a sign of healing. It's a type or, or shadow uh, of what was to come yeah. that Jesus would bear our sin and sickness, right? But the point is, when Moses mm. did what God told him to do, he lifted up that, that serpent on a pole. Uh, when the, the people in the crowd or the people of Israel would look up, they would see that serpent. The Bible says when they set their attention on that, they were completely fine. They yeah. were not snake bitten. They, they were not killed. But can you imagine? I've always I've, been amazed I've by that. Of that. Like here, <laughs> you're looking, and then I mean, I don't like creepy, slimy things anyway. I hate snakes, especially not snakes. <laughs> but here, you can feel them slithering all. They're, imagine a snake you. crawling up your leg. Oh, but and and again, so it's like if you divert your attention and you're you done. look at that snake, you're, you're done. done. You're toast. But as long as you keep your eyes fixed on that pole, that serpent. I mean, really, it's like the Lord. Oh my gosh, Lord, think about this. I, I just saw this even in a greater insight. We're saying, look at Jesus. Yes, look at him, but really look at the work that he's done. Yeah. Talking about finishing our faith. And I'm talking about New Testament, New Covenant things. He said, set, you know, yeah. Colossians says, set your affection on things above. Yeah. Hebrews, this 12, 2 says, look unto Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, the author and finisher of our faith. Yes, that I believe that's. This, this is twofold. Look unto him, yes, as someone that's already accomplished what he did. He ran the race. He finished it, like we said. But then look look a, a little bit deeper and look at who we are yeah. and what we have. That's good. Like, don't, what did Paul say in 2 Corinthians, I believe, 10? We don't wage war as humans do. Yeah. We The weapons of our warfare are mighty in God to the yeah. pulling out of strongholds. Look unto who we are and what we have in Christ. Uh, you know, as how are you going to endure? How are you going to stand until you see the fulfillment of the promises of God in your life? You're going to have to look, number one, at yeah. Jesus, because he is the author and finisher of our faith. Then we're going to have to look at what did that faith in him mm. actually produce in us? Yeah. It set us far above all principality and powers. It gave us that heavenly authority, right? It gave us the Mm. nature of God. We've got to look under those things. 
That's what'll keep you from getting You'll discouraged never quit. and from growing weary. That's it. Peter said uh, in one of his letters, he said, if we look at these different things or grow in these different things, you know, brotherly love, affection from, you know, all those different lists he gave, I forgot where it's found. Um, but he said, if he gave this promise to the ones he was writing to, if we continue to focus on these things, yeah, then we will endure and make it. Yeah. If we take our attention off growing in these areas, then we, he actually says we're short-sighted and we've forgotten that we were actually cleansed from our past mm. and sins and all that stuff. And now we've just forgot. Again, it's the same yeah. issue. Listen, listen, here's the principle here, Laura. Broken focus. I was going to say, it's and broken that's, focus. that's where the battle is right there. And the enemy knows that's that. That's what he's after. And that's why he will use things to distract or he'll come oh in my. and, you know, and, 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 Something will happen with a, you know, your in your family, your children, your finances, finances, and all marriage, finances, yeah. physical body, children, work. Generally, those five things because God will he use. Can break your focus and it, cause you to become <laughs> distracted. Your eyes diverted off of the finished work of yep. Christ and off of where you're headed then in God. You're growing weary. You're growing oh, discouraged. Man. It's like you loosen your grip. You're like you're done. You throw in the towel. I just saw this so clearly when you said that in those areas of, you know, generally that we're attacked, the areas that we're attacked in are the areas that mean a lot to us. Yeah. You know, generally speaking, I just had this visual of like in a marriage scenario where literally a devil comes into a situation in a marriage, stirs up both the husband and the wife to just start butting heads with one another, arguing over whatever. I literally just kind of saw that. And it's crazy, Laura, because even in those circumstances, we've got to be able to turn our attention back to Jesus. Mm. If we keep our attention on one another, what does the Bible say? We wrestle not against, against flesh, flesh and blood. blood. We, we've got to be smarter yeah. than the devil in these things. I just was talking mm. to somebody about this the other day. They were, I don't know, they might have been having argument with their spouse but they were saying, we're having challenges financially. We're frustrated. We're overwhelmed. It's affecting our marriage. And I, I reached out to this individual and I said this, it's smoke and mirrors. Yeah, what does that mean? Powerful. It's smoke and mirrors. The devil yeah. is using these areas. Yep. And let me tell you, Laura, it yes. was, it was, yes, yes, yes. we're going to preach right now. It was this, they were this close to stepping and walking away mm. from their purpose and their calling in this place. Wow. And what caused it? A financial thing, and then which evolved into an attack with their spouse. Yeah. Folks, the devil, he ain't got no new tricks. Yeah. He's got, how many times has this happened to us? The devil yeah. will attack one of our children. Yep. And use that, mm -hmm. and we've seen this in pastoral life. Yeah. The devil attacks someone's kid. Mm. It it lures the parent. Not that we don't tend to our kids and love our kids, and obviously we're going to pray them through, and we're yes. going to get the victory, yeah. right? But God will use that attack in our child's life to derail us. Yeah. I've seen parents and families leave the place that God yep. called them yep. because something happened uh, in one of their kids' life. Maybe yeah. they were starting to get in trouble in school. Maybe they got in trouble with the police. Maybe they started acting out in certain ways. And then the parents, because of this distraction, pulled themselves out of actually what they were called to do. Yeah. It happens every single day. Ooh. 
Yeah, but 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 Laura, mm. we're talking about finishing. Yes. Right. We're talking about seeing. Yeah. yeah. Come on, man. We're talking about seeing the fulfillment of the promise. Yeah. All of these things the devil uses mm. to get us distracted. Back to yeah. that yeah. broken focus. If, if I'm looking at you and something comes between us, I can't see you anymore. Yep. I can't see you. As a matter of fact, but we're going to bump this up a little notch here in this last <laughs> minute or two. I remember what Kenneth Hagin said. He had that spiritual vision. Yeah. Jesus was oh, talking good. to him in a vision, and he said this, dev, this demon yep. came in between him and Jesus, mm-hmm. and the demon started making all these noises and distractions, and Kenneth Hagin said, I couldn't hear what Jesus was saying. And this went on and on and on. Finally, Kenneth Hagin, out of desperation in the vision, he looked at that, that demon spirit and said this, I bind you in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Shut up. And he said, as soon as he said that, the devil, that demon, fell on the ground, whimpering like a little dog that you just whipped. And he said, he looked at that devil demon and said, not only shut up, he said, get out of here. And that thing just walked out of this, wherever they were in this room. And he said he, he, he got a hold of it just then. And you know, Laura, that's what you and I need to do yeah. in these circumstances. We've got to see, my God, dude, the Lord's really speaking right now. We have got to see these circumstances for what they are. Now, That's every it. circumstance is not a devil attacking you, okay? Some things are just you attacking yourself because <laughs> you just made a dumb choice. But when you, I'm going to prophesy over you right now, when you make a step in the direction of following God, I'm telling you, you got to know this, the devil will attack you. Now, he has no power over you. When you're you. going up. When you're going up. He will attack. Yeah. He, he, if you're taking a step, how many times have we seen people coming in the church where they're called, yeah. they start moving forward with them and their family, yeah. all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose in their life, yeah. literally. Every, cars are breaking down. They're lost a job. They can't, I mean, you name Kids it. Kids are acting up. What happens? <laughs> that's, let me tell you, that's yeah. oftentimes demon activity. Yeah. And I know it's, if you're not, you know, if you're new to some of this, that could sound a little bit crazy. But let me tell you, as crazy as it may sound, it's true. Yeah. And it's biblical. The devil does not want you or your family or, God forbid, your children, their children, and on down the line. Some of you have undergone such great attack, mm-hmm. and you don't even realize it's not even really about you. Some of you have yeah. children and grandchildren that are called to turn the world upside down. And guess what? If you get knocked off course, yeah. there's a pretty good chance that they will it's never true. get on course. It's true. And what does the devil do? He attacks you. Mm. We've got to recognize and be discerning when the devil attacks. And we've got to really do, Laura, what Kenneth Hagin said. We've got to take authority over those yeah. things. We've got to take authority over these attacks. And we've got, here's the end game. We've got to stay the course. Yeah. If you quit, you will not fulfill or you will not receive the the, 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 the the end of your faith. Yeah. You'll not receive that promise coming to pass. And the Lord ministered to me several months back and said, when you don't give up, you go up. Wow. And I, I just am like, I grabbed like hold that. of that. I'm like, I ain't giving up, which means I'm going up. If you don't give yeah. up, you'll go up. Yeah. When you don't give up, you go up. Uh, Laura, you know, you think, I'm sure there's people watching that we're all, we're all going through stuff. (laughs) We're all, everybody has their faith has ebbs and flows. Everybody's having ups and downs. 
heaven and earth, the heavens and the earth are so close right now. Yeah. The, the, the spiritual yeah. realm and heaven, we're right getting ready to cross over into eternity. Yep. The devil's on a tirade. Look, look at what's going on in the Middle East. It's not like it's new, but it's going on in an increased fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, world economy, politics, race, every... The devil is on a tirade right now. Yeah. But we've got to maintain our place in the body and we've got to continue to walk by faith. Yeah. Don't let the devil. I just, I speak over you right Hallelujah. now. We just bind those attacks of the devil. You, you right now, you do it right now. We're going to agree with you. You take authority over those attacks in your own life. I'm telling you, it won't not just, uh, it, it, it will work. You release your authority right now over those circumstances, whether it be financial over your children, I've had my mom and dad pray over me multiple times. Satan, take your hand off my child. They're going to fulfill the plan of God. Father, protect their minds, Lord. Uh, Take those, uh, protect their hearts and minds from the attacks of the devil, whether it be financial. You know what? You can give the devil a black eye when you're going through financial challenges. Just sow a financial seed into some work of God that God leads you to. to Just say, I'm not going to allow these financial concerns to weigh me down. I'm going to release my faith and God's going to move supernaturally. How do you combat the devil when he attacks you? How do you give the devil a black eye? You, you take a step of faith and just say, ha, 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 devil, you will not beat me. Physical symptoms come against your body, man, get up out of that bed and start dancing around that room. Glory to God. Just tell the devil, you can't have this body. That's how you're going to win. You're going to win by doing what you know to do and, and standing on what God's uh, uh, already promised you. I'm telling you, this is a new day. I feel like somebody's Amen. breaking through on this right here. Amen. Man, so, so good, man. Did we run over time? I think we did. No, we're good. We're good. We're good. Um, well, I think we just had Thanksgiving, didn't we? We did. We did. So hopefully, hopefully some of you weren't <laughs> sleeping through this podcast because you ate too much turkey and yams. But uh, hey, Lauren, I love you. We're standing with you. We believe in God with you. And your best is yet to come. And we'll see you next week. God bless you.